Welcome to Universal Beings with me, Michelle Vickers, where I never know what I'm going to talk about, but I do know I'm always going to learn something new about myself as a human being, something about the universe, and at least one thing that I can do to be a better human. So let's discover what the universe has to share with us today. Hi, welcome back. It's really great to have you here. I, uh, I was off last week sick, <laughs> so I had no, no ability to make a straight sound <laughs> without a whole bunch of coughing and uh, squeaking and groaning in between. So um, we're back at it this week and I'm really excited for what we're going to explore. So they did show me a couple days ago what we'd be exploring in this episode but they didn't show me anymore so basically um, we're going to be looking at the creation process and you know it, it's it's fascinating because uh, in in my lifetime um, you know I've seen a lot of different approaches to how to make things happen and and you know whether it's um a physical perspective whether it's an energetic perspective or a mental perspective you know everyone seems to to have their idea of how things work and you know what um what they're showing me is that it's it's time to clear up a lot of misconceptions um about how all all of these things work, how we, you know, how we came here, how we came to be, but more importantly, you know, how we can use our ability to bring something else to be. And, you know, there's, um, it's, it's important first to, uh, first and foremost to understand that the creation process that we're talking about today and the one that we're going to explain and, and, you know, t really go through is, is from a universal perspective, okay? And it's important to understand this is fundamentally different than any mental or any spiritual because even spiritual is still, um, you know, under the religion category, you know, under that umbrella of religion, it's still a, a mental perspective. And um, there's a lot of people who have, have tried and, and failed or, they've tried and then they've come up short because something started to work and they got super excited and in their mind it worked. So it's that they didn't have a fuller perspective. So what they're saying is, you know, it's time to sort of break the silence and really explain how the creation process works. And there's a lot of reasons, you know, it's, it's so that you can understand it and start to utilize it, you know, in your own way in, in, in ways that are good for you but it's also important to understand how others are using it. And, you know, obviously that's super important in this current space and time because we're, we're in the middle of, of uh, a pandemic that ultimately was created by um, certain beings, certain people. And it's, it's about understanding the method that they used so that you can understand what it is you're working with. Okay, so it's important to be talking about this because at the end of the day, we want to be clear. We want to be free to start creating with 
abandon, but also understanding the creations of others that are affecting our well-being, that are affecting our ability to thrive. And, you know, it doesn't, and here's the thing, you know, our job isn't to fight against someone else's creation. It's to focus on our own creations and to keep creating and creating and creating. That's what universal beings do, right? We come, we explore, we try new things, we try new things, we try new things. We don't complain about other people and their creations. That's not what universal beings do. They see what's going on and then they create something different. But our existence, you know, as a human race had become, and I use the word had, it had become so oppressive, so, you know, limited that we're now having to come back and really fix all of the, the issues that we have chosen to really limit ourselves. So it's really important to, to understand that as we go through this journey, you know, together, that we're, we're always looking at everything from a universal perspective, which means your brain may not fully comprehend it. You know, your brain may have to catch up and that's okay. But it's when we resist the universal perspective of that isn't true, that can't be true, you know, or, oh, maybe, but I'm not really sure how that fits into my ideas and my ideals. That's where, you know, everyone that I've worked with over the last, you know, 12, 13, 14 years of doing this work is the people who look at it that way never change. Why? Because they don't want to change. They want the universe to come in and they want to bend the universe to their will. And that isn't how creation works. It's not how existence works. You know, it's not how we were created to exist. And it's why we're in this state of suffering to the extent that we are right now, you know, and, and it was really interesting on the weekend, you know, I had this, this lovely revelation and, and it was just, you know, seeing all of the the restrictions that are being put on, you know, we, we living in Canada right now, we are um, one of the countries in the world that is having um, the strongest reaction to this uh, coronavirus. And it's very fascinating to me, um, just looking at the rest of the world and seeing, you know, just how little it's, it's affecting other countries. And how it's being treated but you know it's and it's overwhelming to see all the responses and just going through it you know I mean I'm just like everybody else when I'm reading it I'm seeing things I'm listening you know um and and I give myself you know time limits of okay you know you can uh, you can you can start to read it if you want to because I want to be aware but I don't want it to consume me and I don't want it to change I don't want my emotional reactions to what I'm reading to change who I be in the world. And 
you know, the moment that starts to happen is the exact moment that I need to pull myself out, you know, whether I'm being affected by fear or frustration or anger or resentment or just any emotion that comes up as a result of, you know, this whole COVID-19. It doesn't matter from from the virus part to the restriction part, um, just in everything in between. But what I really saw what that fascinated me is, you know, the people that want to see, the people that want to see the truth are the people who have done their work. They've worked on themselves. They've looked at the truth about themselves. They've, they've been willing to see where they themselves are, you know, are not living their best life, you know, where they're, they have room for improvement and they've chosen to become aware of that and they've chosen to work towards it. So they've done the work. And, and that was the one thing that I was seeing is that, you know, I would say we're, we're at a 50, 50 right now. Uh, and there's, you know, there's a 50, 50% of people who are wanting to fight to remain I don't want to use the word ignorant because it's not really ignorant. They genuinely believe that the government and the medical system are set up to support them. They genuinely believe that and they're fighting for what they believe in, you know, and then there's, there's another, and, and it's, it's lovely to see the balance and the 50, 50, because when this first started, we were at about 10 to 15% of, of people who are willing to see the truth and people who were not and and there was different reasons fear and different things but as this is going on and on and it's carrying on you know the time is actually really cool because it's on our side because the more time that goes by it gives more people the opportunity to come on board and see the truth because you know when your rights as a human being are being taken away you're not you're not questioning you, you, we begin to question um the efficacy of a lot of different things. And, and in that, you know, we're questioning our own being, we're questioning our own self. And, you know, that's really how my journey into all of this started. You know, I was years and years ago, I had been in, you know, five or six relationships throughout my whole entire life. And, and I remember going, okay, I was looking at every single one of them. And I was thinking about what do I actually want? And then I started looking back through all of the relationships that I had had to see what I didn't want. And I was like, wow, okay, so that's six or seven relationships that hadn't worked. And, and it was fascinating, because I was like, okay, well, what was the common thing in all of them? And that was the moment where I went, well, it was me. And this was about 20, 24 years ago, 24, 25 years ago. And I remember thinking, like, these were all my teen relationships and my young 20 relationships. And, and I was thinking, huh, okay. So if I'm the common denominator, then it's me that needs to change. And so that's really when my journey started, you know, and I started to look in and, and started to see different things. And, and I'll tell you, it was awkward and it was, you know, it was, <laughs> you meet some weird people and you believe some, some weird things because you want to believe in something different. And, you know, it comes back to what we're going through right now. There's a lot of 
of naysayers out there. And what I mean by naysayers is people who don't want to see the truth. And then there's a lot of people who are fighting against the truth because they're scared. It's not because they don't want to believe that this could, you know, that the medical system isn't supporting them and that the government isn't supporting them. It's that if they change their belief to those things, it means they have to question so much of their life. They have to go back and look at everything. And that is the part that's overwhelming. It's not the fact that, you know, they can't just see, oh my gosh, this is, you know, this is a big, there's a bigger situation here. It's much bigger than this. It's not just about a virus. It's not about a virus at all. But if they accept that truth, they have to look at their whole life and people they don't always want to do that. And I can tell you right now, when you look at the split down the middle, and I'm happy to say we're at a 50-50 split right now, which is huge because, you know, and that number is going up on the truth side every single day, which is phenomenal. Why? Because more people believe, more people are seeing the truth, which means we're powering truth vibrationally and energetically, which comes back to the creation process that we were talking about at the beginning, and we'll get back to it in a minute. And the more that that vibration grows, that energy grows, that's what's being broadcast at a higher frequency than the fear. And that's why it's been so tricky, you know, to believe in the truth, even when, even when we, we can see it. And yet, you know, our doubts and our, our fears come up. I mean, I have them. And, you know, I, <laughs> even this past week, I was like, oh my gosh, you know, what if all these messages that I'm getting, you know, what if it's wrong? And what if I'm, I'm leading people astray? You know, I am constantly, you know, second guessing myself or, um, double checking, you know, but at the same time, I'm not perfect. I'm not going through all of this, like, like it's a breeze. I am second guessing things and it takes time to come back to center. You know, that's why I got that cold last week is because I needed to slow down. I needed to come back into to center with myself so that I could get nice and grounded again, you know, spending more time outside, less time thinking about thinking about work, which is, is fascinating, right? And it's just getting back to what's important. And, you know, as a, as a human race right now, we're winning, you know, I want to say those who want to see the truth are winning. And it's not that it's, it's a race. It's that we're winning in the sense that there's two sides and you can see them so clearly now. And, you know, it's getting clearer and clearer every single day. The people who are willing to see the truth and the people who aren't. And it's not a competition. It is not a to stand up and blame. It is to really and truly see these are my people. These are the people I want to surround myself with because they want to see the truth. They want to rise up and to, you know, challenge themselves to be better human beings. Those are my people. And those are the people I want to be surrounded with and surrounded by and supported by and to support, 
you know, and the people who want to fight for staying the same, that's awesome. I just don't want them around me, right? So, and that's, you know, as you're going through this in your own life and you're seeing people who, you know, want to remain committed to the old ways and their old patterns and their old behaviors, doesn't mean they're bad people. It means that for them to change, they're going to have to look at all their stuff and it's up to them to decide to do it. But you don't have to judge them. You don't have to need them to see it your way because it's not a your way and their way. It's a just let them be where they are. And if they're going to come on board, it's not going to be because you've blackmailed them, you've manipulated them, or because you've, you know, tried to convince them. It's going to be because they have an experience that triggers them to come onto the side that says the truth isn't so scary. It's actually better over here, you know, and, and that's really as a human race where we are right now. That's, that's what's going on is, is it's people jump, jumping ship from the old to the new. And, and what I mean by the old to the new is the old where you believe what you were taught to believe instead of following your instincts and, and being in connection with your soul, with the universe and, and being a universal being who exists with all of your faculties, sort of speak intact, you know, all of your abilities, all of your, um, a possibilities intact fully so that you can thrive and that you can carry on your existence for generations to come because you're committed to seeing the truth. Okay. And that's really, you know, where we are. This is, this is the biggest turning point humanity has ever experienced in existence. So this is going back, you know, hundreds of millions of years. This has never happened. Normally what happens is they have to kill off an experience to start a new one. And this is the first time that we we're being given the opportunity to transform in human physical form. And that in itself is, is a big deal. You know, it's a huge deal because to be honest with you, there's a lot of, you know, soul beings who don't believe it's possible. And those souls are the ones who didn't show up here and now, or there's some of them that showed up and, and they're fighting against it because they're like, whatever, it doesn't matter. I don't, you know, I don't feel like we can do it. It's too hard. It's too much. And, and then there are those souls who are here now. We came into this life because we believe it's possible. You know, we don't want to give up on human beings. We, we see the possibility, you know, and, and we're the ones who helped contribute to change, right? The energy, when this whole shift was decided upon and, and the intention was to bring humanity back on track, they had to create a universal energy that would facilitate that transformation. So there's nine fundamental energies that, that um, every human being has within them. Okay, so it's, it's love, compassion, respect, purity, truth, uh, movement, balance. Uh, there's one illumination, 
and oh there's one more i'm forgetting it anyways you can find all of them in in my book believe with full detailed explanations on each energy but they had to create another energy in order to facilitate transformation which means in order to go from a non-believing state to a believing state right to restore your power to being you had to have the energy of trust right and we all know that what does it mean you know when you know that you have to go and see that truth that you don't want to see what do you have to do you have to trust that it's going to work out no matter how uncomfortable it's going to be in this moment. That's the energy that was created. It's phenomenal, right? That's how we get from point A to point B in the transformation process. You have to trust. You have to be willing to see. And that's really what people are going through right now is, is they're, uh, they're, they're meeting the energy of, of trust for the first time. They're getting to know it, you know, and, and some of them, you know, like you can see, we've gone from 15% to 50% in the last year. That's huge. Remember our, our population is, you know, close to 8 billion people on the planet. That's a lot of people that are moving from one state of being to another at the same time. Okay. And they're getting to know this energy of of trust, you know, trust is that energy that says, I don't know what it's going to look like on the other side, but I know that it's the right move for me. I know that it's where I have to go and what I need to do for myself and, and for all the things, all the people in my life. And, and, and more importantly, it's what I have to do so that I can experience my own potential on the other side, because I know that that's what I'm meant to experience in this life. You know, it's all of those things in one. So that's really what's happening on, on a global level right now. And it's, it, you know, it's, a, it's fascinating and it's an interesting time to, to not only be alive, but to be able to participate in and to be able to be a witness to it. You know, it's, um, it's fascinating, really. If you can get to that place where you're able to sit and watch people's reactions, people's experiences, what they're doing, who they're choosing to be. You know, it's, it's going to be a very different world when we have a huge global awareness, right? It's going to be a very different world. So this goes back to the creation process, okay? So it starts with, it's three steps. It's super simple, okay? It's intention, matter and experience starts with intention shifts to matter moves to experience now here's the thing this is why there's a lot of people who something starts to work and they're they're seeing all these results and they're like yeah and they think they got it nailed and figured out and now they're going to package it and share it and sell it with the sell it to the world right and the the problem is that it doesn't work for other people and they can't figure out why because they missed a huge part of the understanding, okay? So there's a difference between like getting an idea, right? I remember that movie, The Secret came out and uh, everyone was thinking, okay, I'm just gonna create vision boards and I'm gonna you know, decide what I wanna experience and I'm gonna feel it and uh, I'm gonna see myself living it and my life is gonna work, right? 
But if you don't understand how you were created to create, then it's not going to work, right? There's a lot of people who it works for them because they're doing it without even realizing it, okay? And because they don't realize it, they don't add it into their equation when they're telling someone else about it or when they're trying to sell it, which is why it doesn't work for other people, okay? It's, it's kind of fascinating, actually, because when you look at um, the world right now, there's a lot of people out there um, that have shifted to selling their products or their services virtually and they're selling courses and they're selling all of these things and it's quite fascinating because when I'm watching them and I'm I'm studying them and I'm I'm wanting to understand what they're doing and how they're doing it there's a lot of people who are how do I they're doing things as a means to an end okay so their intention is to make money it's also what I see, you know, a lot of people who um, want to have children but are, are maybe having a challenging time conceiving because their perspective is often off. And, and sometimes it's, it's merely a question of perspective that will bring the, their physical system back into balance so that they can conceive. It also brings the universe around you into perspective. You know, I remember for quite some time, not being able to conceive with, with a partner that I was with. And, and the reality is it wasn't the right experience. It wasn't the right relationship. And, you know, it, it's not in that moment until later that I recognize that. But at the same time, it's important to understand that your intention has to be pure. Okay. And what I mean by pure is it's not so much about what you're going to get. It's about the experience that you're going to be able to offer. And that's the part that most people miss. So for example, you know, someone wanting to conceive a child, it's I want a child, the child will complete me, it will complete our family. Instead of wanting to bring a child into the world because of what you're going to offer that child because as soul beings we choose our parents so it's much easier for a soul to see what parents are offering and go oh that's that's what I want to experience okay now that being said should you choose your to change your intention while you're pregnant then that child will choose to change their experience which did happen with me uh which is also another story for another day but it, it is quite fascinating but when you're working um you know at the fundamental universal level okay um with the creation process you're you're not only more powerful but you're you have to pay attention, right? You have to pay attention to who you're choosing to be in each moment and work with that energy. So for example, you know, if you want to create um, a new career for yourself or a new um, job opportunity or a new way to, to create income in your life, right? It's about recognizing that that isn't your intention. That is 
the fulfillment of the experience that you're going to create. Okay, it's part of the fulfillment. The intention is about allowing yourself to experience an exchange of abundance if you want to be paid abundantly. If your intention is to go out and find a job where you're, you know, paid minimum wage or there above, then that's what you're going to create. So again, it's about focusing on understanding how you're setting your intentions, right? If your intentions are, if your intentions are in alignment with who you think you need to be, which is who we've been trained to be, right? I don't have this education or I don't have this experience. So this is all that I'm worth. I can't get a job that's better than that. Or I can't get an experience that's better than that. Then you're right. You'll never get an experience that's better than that because that's the, that's your belief system. However, if your intention is to exchange abundance, right? So when I'm working with someone, you know, it's, it, it's fascinating because depending on how, like I have a lot for me, I want to, I'm just using me as an example because I can get nice and deep and nitty gritty in there without Im <laughs> imposing on someone else's privacy. So ultimately, you know, I, for me, I want to help people but I also want to do it in a number of different ways. So I want to have an option where there is no charge so that if people want to, uh, who, people who are challenged financially, who are going through a challenge experience, that they still have access. So I created a, uh, a no charge option. So before it was the Facebook group, which was fine, but for me, it wasn't fulfilling enough. So, you know, then I changed it to this podcast, right? I also have my book, Believe, which basically explains to people the fundamental basics that a human, every single human being is created with. So if you want to know your superpowers, all nine of them, they're in that book and how to access it. You know, that book is $20 or there around. So it, that's, a, that's a, a basic guide to start and trigger yourself and to catapult yourself into the, you know, the amazingness that you're capable of. And then I also wanted to do workshops, which clearly <laughs> in-person workshops, which are my absolute favorite thing to do. Uh, they're on hold right now. So I am looking at doing some of those, but that's, that's not the point. And then I also do work one-on-one -on -one with other people. But it's, it's understanding that every single one of the things that I am offering is an exchange of abundance, right? So when I want to receive something, I have to challenge myself to say, what abundance do I have to offer in exchange for receiving that abundance from the universe? Okay. Now that's the first part. The second part is not needing to control where your abundance comes from. Here's the tricky part. Okay. So, the universe is going to, th there's always balance in the universe. It's, it's one of the energies that is our fund, one of our fundamental energies. And so a lot of people will say, you need to see me. I, I did this for you. It's an eye for an eye. And that's not how the universe works, right? It's that sometimes something you have to offer can offer 
a, to someone or an organization or to something that someone else may not be able to, right? You, what you have to give and to offer is super abundant to them in that moment. And your job is to just offer it. The universe, the universe made sure you became aware of it so that you could offer. It's not your job to go, okay, well, I wrote a check for $500 or I did this, which was, I spent this much time, which if I did was doing it for work, it would be $5,000 or whatever it is. It's not your job to be sitting there picking penny for penny what just exchanged, okay? What is your job is to pay attention because the next time the universe is going to offer you another opportunity to say, look over here, okay? This is another opportunity for you to exchange abundance, right? But it's being able to recognize between someone telling you what you have to do from their mental perspective, which is the side of the, um, I'll say the non-believers at this point, <laughs> and between that and knowing that this is the next step for you, okay? It's also being able to discover and discern between this, you know, this is the right next step for you, but it's terrifying. So you're going to make up every excuse in the book as to why you can't do it or won't do it or why it won't work. Right. And justifying maybe your spouse's, um, resistance to it. You know, it doesn't matter, but what I'm, why I'm, why we're telling you this and why they're saying this is, is simply because it's important to understand that when you set an intention for something that you want to create, you're going to receive every single opportunity to that you, all the opportunities that you need to make your creation come to fruition. And sometimes that means you need to have a whole bunch of experiences where you're learning about this and you're learning about that in order to become the person who is worthy of receiving the greatness that you have decided is right for you to experience. So if that experience is super incredible and you're not at that super incredible place yet, you're not giving out and exchanging your super incredibleness, the universe is going to say, ah, oh, here's all the opportunities you need so you can start to recognize just how super and incredible you are so that you start to share all that with all the people who need it. And then it comes back and then you start to receive it back. But you have to do it first. Okay, that's, that's the matter part. So first is the intention. And then the matter is putting all of it together, right? It's the participating in the opportunities that arise that ensure you succeed. And this is the part that most people aren't aware even exists. Okay. So if you, if you think about, you know, on a universal level, the creator came up with this idea for this universe, then matter had to be constructed. And it's not like matter with hands and, you know, hands and hammers and nails, right? That's not how matter is constructed. Matter is constructed through 
it's through intention, molecular particles, <laughs> it's kind of, so without going into too much detail on, um, you know, how matter itself is created, because there's, there's beings who were created to create the matter, and then there's other beings who were created to create our experience. But it's understanding that y if you want to experience something, that you're the being who is going to set the intention, then you're the being who's going to create the matter, and you're the being who's going to have the experience, okay? That's how your creation process works as a universal being, which means that you're, first you have the intention, then the matter part is understanding that the whole entire universe is supporting your experience. So you're going to have every experience necessary for you to get to your full experience and, and the outcome of your intention. And it doesn't need to look like you think it needs to look. And every time you block one of your opportunities, because you say, oh, no, that's not where I'm going. This isn't what I need to know and what I need to learn. That's you saying, I don't want all the abundance. I want to do it my way. I want to control it down. And this is how, well, this is a reflection of where we are as a human race because there's so much control. There's so much manipulation of I want to do it my way. And, and look what happens and see where we are. You know, we were never, ever, ever meant to live like this. You know, our, our planet is dying. It's true. I mean, it's not a, it's not a lie, you know, uh, <laughs> it's, it's not a secret. Um, and, and it's because we took advantage, you know, as human beings and we made it okay, which is, is the trickier part, you know, when human beings make taking advantage of something or someone okay, we suffer. So, and that's really what you're going to be working on this week. So as we're, we're looking at this creation process, you know, um, they want you to start to make lists of the people, the opportunity and the places that you take advantage of, you know, where do you, um, where do you take more than you need? You know, where would you, maybe you're going through the checkout counter at the grocery store and you notice that they didn't put two things through. Do you go back and tell them or do you feel like, yeah, I got a deal, right? Because the reality is that grocery store, the more that, you know, those things happen because the cashier missed something, that cashier, it's, it they could be tired. They could be at the end of their shift. They could have had the person in front of you just yelled at them and they're just not having a great moment. And now it's making them all kerfuffled. Are you going to feel like you got a deal and you're, you know, you're getting away with something or are you going to go back and are you going to say, you know what? I think you didn't put these two things through because when you do that, what happens is you're choosing to exchange abundance with the universe. Not only are you going to make that person feel better, that cashier, you're also saying to the universe, I don't want to take something for free. Because when you're happy that you got something for free, you're saying to the universe, I want people to take things for me, from me for free all the time, because look how good it feels. And then we wonder why 
you know, we feel like we're taking it, we're being taken advantage of. Who you're being is what you're experiencing. And we're going to look at one of these things every single week, like we've done since this started, you know, and it's about choosing who you want to be in the world and making a difference, you know, and, and allowing yourself to, to change and to see, you know, I used to be the girl who, who thought I was getting a deal and I was super excited about it. And I would be the person who only shopped sales and only shopped deals because that was my um, financial situation and, and it made me feel good. But at the end of the day, when I started to shift and I started to, you know, stand on my own two feet and recognize that I didn't want to be the person who walked away and felt like I was getting a deal, even though I knew better, you know, and the moment that I stopped doing it is the moment that I stopped cheapening my own experience. And I started to experience more abundance in my life. So look at where you're manipulating situations to maybe get what you want. Maybe you're trying to get someone to do something, even though they don't want to, you know, by thinking that you know better for them or you thinking that they're going to get it or they're going to, they need to get your perspective or you want them to get your perspective. Even if it's, you know, it could be all about COVID and, and your perspective on it and they, someone else has a different perspective. I want you to see where you're trying to manipulate someone or you're frustrated because they don't see it your way. Okay. Remember that creation isn't possible by trying to manipulate someone. Creation isn't possible by being frustrated with someone. Creation is possible because you have a vision and inside of your vision, you create an intention that has an integrity that is a person that you need to step up and become so that you can have that experience. And then you choose to participate in the opportunities that the universe offers you. That's your matter. That's your space. And then you get to have the experience. It's a process. It is not instant gratification. It is not instant gratification. Unless of course it is a very small intention, then absolutely it can be instant. But when you set your intention appropriately, the opportunities are instant instantaneous. The universe goes, awesome. This is what she wants or he wants. Boom. Let's give her this. Let's give her that. And oh, she's going to need some of this because if she's going to learn how to do that and they're going to be challenges. Remember your opportunities are inside of your challenges. That's your job. Rise to them. Okay. So start to look at the challenges that are going on in your life in, in alignment with the goals that you set for yourself. Okay. And I want you to look at your challenge and see if you can, you know, draw a line between the two in the sense of, so this challenge is here and this is my goal. Huh? What is it in this challenge that I could learn that maybe is going to support my goal? Start to be able to see that. The reality is you probably never will. I still can't see it before I do it. I just trust, which is that lovely energy, that if I'm being given a, a challenge, my job is to rise to the occasion and participate and work through it no matter how I have to, to get to the other side. Because I know on the other side, I will be able to look back and go, holy crow, that's what I learned. 
this is amazing and now I can see how that's contributing to my intention. So the reason that I want you to start thinking about it this way is so that you can start to see how you're participating and where you're blocking yourself, right? Because we can't often see that we're blocking ourselves because our perspective is so focused on staying the same or holding strong to a fear or a limiting belief, right? This will help hopefully help to shift and dislodge some of the more of those limiting beliefs. You know, I've been breaking through mine left, right, and center and a couple of them over the past couple of weeks and some big ones, you know, we're, we're looking at some stuff that's been hanging around here since I was two or three years old. And that's the goal, right? That's what you want to be doing. So, ah, I'm on your side guys and I see you and the reality is we're, we're moving in the right direction as a human race. We're getting there. You know, there's more and more people all the time and that's all that matters, right? But your goal isn't to, to need them to get it. Your goal is to support yourself and to become who you're meant to be and then you naturally are expressing that energy, right? You're broadcasting that through the universe, which means now you're supporting other human beings. You can't support them by telling them what they need to do. So thank you guys so much. I look forward to connecting with you all next week. Bye now.